Well, I haven't heard that in a hot minute. Recording in progress. Um, yeah, because we're recording an episode right now. Um, Our recordings have not been in progress. And for that, we're not only sorry, but we're also sorry. <laughs> we are sorry. At the same time, we're not sorry. It's an interesting dichotomy. <laughs> there's one half of my heart that's sorry. Right. And there's the other half of my heart that's like, Due to COVID and 9-11, I mean, we are where we are. You know what? <laughs> like, <laughs> even the most popular podcast episode series things, podcasts in general, in general. <laughs> even the most general popular audio. Which I would, I'm just saying I would consider ourselves amongst. <laughs> I can words. I consider, you know, it's been so long. I'm out of practice now. Um, I would consider it's ourselves. something we do. It's like an audio thing. You do it for free. You, know. you put it on Apple, on Google. What do you call that? Um, it's a, I don't know. It's, you know, it's, the, it's like the radio, but it's not. So honestly, that's how it feels podcast. trying to describe podcasts to like people that are out of touch with technology. They're like, what's a podcast? And I'm like, how do I describe this to you? It is a pre-recorded episode that you listen to and they're like but what's a podcast and i'm like i don't know how else to talk about this so here we are tbh though to be honest for those not in the know um i feel like live radio would be a good look for us i think so i'm gonna well. say that i think that we would be great because i listen to people on the radio every once in a while you know when your bluetooth isn't working you know you know those dark <laughs> days and i sit there and think I could do better than that. I mean, they're not funny. Let's just tell they're them. This usually is usually not funny. This is the ugly truth, folks. They are not funny. Where's Gerard Butler? Get <laughs> him in here. Gerard and Catherine have entered the chat and they have something to say. And, it's, and it is. <laughs> Radio and, hosts aren't funny. And I, <laughs> You heard I, it here so, first. <laughs> I used to listen to, because my drive was so short when I used to live in Georgia, like turning on Spotify was just like a pipe Just dream. a waste. You <laughs> log in and then it's like, oh, okay, I'm here. Cool. Yeah, pretty much. So I used to just turn on the radio and there was just always this one show and it was like five people that would just talk. And somehow amongst the five of them, not a single one managed to have <laughs> any sort of humor or talent in the comedic sphere. And the thing is, it's so easy to be funny. I'll give yeah. you an example. There's a guy that I work with and everything he says, almost, I laugh at. And it's not because mm -hmm. he's particularly funny. It's because he has brilliant timing. Sure. And I tried to explain this to him because he's like, I just say words and you laugh. And I'm like, well, first of all, that's how jokes work. But second of all, <laughs> thank <laughs> you, Dane Cook. <laughs> but second of all, the thing is, his timing, just the delivery is so funny. Like, he'll be looking at his computer and he'll go, wait a minute. And and in and of itself, not funny. But the the, the way that he does it, the delivery, the timing, the facial expressions it's all sure, hilarious sure. so all he'll say is like i don't remember that and i'll crack up and he's like what is wrong with you and maybe it's so because i'm sense. having a psychotic breakdown <laughs> maybe but also he has great comedic timing and honestly that's all it takes that's why jokes that land badly are not funny oh man i was watching so we'll talk about drag race at some point in the future Obviously. but i was watching drag race all stars because oh my god the, the number four yes oh! The pain. I the was pain. watching the first episode and Jasmine Ma oh. Jasmine Masters and I have something to say. So she oh, it hurt. had no timing at all. And she was just like, uh, I'm a hoe. 
<laughs> you were just That's waiting it. for it to be funny. <laughs> like you were just waiting and waiting. And she's like, yeah, yeah, bad breath, bad breath. <laughs> like, well, you know, because everyone knows Jasmine from that one viral video she did post season seven, where she like talked about stanky breath, but it was like a 30 second video. So it was funny because it was like just off the cuff and it was like, an unplanned video that she did so yeah she really wanted to like capitalize on that and i remember when they were in like the prep in the workroom where it was like, everyone was like so are you gonna like at least Write outline down it? or like, like come up like, with no. a joke no and i'm funny so it, and afterwards the yeah. whole time even after she bombed she was like i'm funny so i'm like are you yeah it was the same when um they got, I don't, know how, I don't know how much you've seen, but when they got to the wake for... No, I literally have just seen okay. episode one of you'll, season four. Okay. So. When, as you progress, you'll get to a point where there's like a pseudo wake and okay. they have to do like a roast basically. And sure. it's equally as painful. So <laughs> prepare. Um, Emma and I are changing this podcast <laughs> into a Drag Race reaction podcast. Oh, um, and this is your formal notice. So, You're so welcome. <laughs> we were talking about it though, because while we were here, we were watching some of uh, the most recent season. So season 13, 13. 13. Yeah. So we're watching some of season 13 and just reacting to it. And we're like, why haven't we done this? But then it's, you know, logistically we're figuring it out. But just so you know, that's all we're going to talk about. So You're so welcome. I'm just um... saying that every <laughs> podcast series episode thing does... <laughs> That was intentional this time, guys. Come on. Podcast. That Sorry. is the Episode. joke. <laughs> um, that's the joke. Um, but I'm just, so Jasmine, where are you at? Um, <laughs> Bad breath. <laughs> um, I'm just saying, I, I was telling Hannah, I thought that it would be fun to do a like reaction series to us. Our reactions like, are funny. Because we're funny. And that's just a hard boiled fact for all of you. Because so. we say words and then people laugh, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and I'm just saying, I have yet to meet someone of the male species who is as funny as me. And hundred percent. That's just, that's just the facts of life, babes. <laughs> All right, babes. Um, <laughs> so anyway, we have been keeping you in suspense. I know I'm turning yes. the ship now. I'm like, we're yeah, going yeah. back to shore. Hard left. Um, yeah. <laughs> so turning the rudder, here we go. Here we are. So, We've been keeping you guys in suspense for months, literally, on where we're going, what we did, what we wanted Dude. to do, <laughs> what we, I'm like, what we're doing, but we already did it, so then we do it, and then, you know, right, life right, is right. a funny thing. Yeah, it sure so, <laughs> so, we were keeping you in suspense on what we did and uh -huh. what we wanted to do and yeah. all of the details of our trip, and mm -hmm. we are now ready to reveal the details the scorching sizzling details of our abroadsode so to kick off the abroadsode we have to tell you where we were because otherwise the whole story is kind of stupid mm -hmm. so emma brene where yeah. the heck were we where in the world was carmen san diego aka emma and hannah <laughs> emma and hannah san diego were in bum, ba, da, ba. Copenhagen! Yay! Copenhagen! Now, I'm excited and Emma's excited and I'm sure you guys are excited, but to just like put the bow on the excitement, sure, we've yeah. prepared a very special audio for you. <laughs> You're so welcome for this. So without further ado, here wonderful Copenhagen, here we go.
it, let us clink and drink one down to wonderful, wonderful Copenhagen, salty old queen of the sea. Once I sailed away, but I'm home today, singing Copenhagen, wonderful, wonderful Copenhagen for me. Copenhagen. Yay. Wonderful, wonderful. <laughs> um, as so Hannah shared her screen when she played that and it's like playing scenes and I was like, I saw that. I saw those buildings. I was there. I was there. I was there. Uh, yes. We were in Copenhagen or Copenhagen, Copenhagen. as the la- the ladles, the locals or natives. <laughs> the, 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 the natives. The laxatives would tell us. <laughs> it's all fine. I know how to speak English. We're good. Um, um, the <laughs> things that are coming, Hannah will look like a shiny English star next to me. So. Honestly, it's really true. But... <laughs> As you may have yeah. noticed from that song, they emphasize drinking, and in all aspects of life, so does Emma. So Emma, always <laughs> Copenhagen for you. First of all, <laughs> um, expansive is the first yeah. word. That comes Bro, I was telling people, so people were like, "Oh, how was Copenhagen? How was it?" I was like, "Honestly, I'm Copen broke right now because well, it was so lovely, <laughs> but I have zero it was money. <laughs> Copen expensive, and yeah. Copen, yeah. you couldn't not spend a lot of money anywhere you went. It's true, like." We had these like basically they were like street hot dogs, but they're they're like a fancier version because it's Europe, you know, great. Um, so we had these like Frankfurters and we literally were so happy about it because it was the cheapest we ate the whole time. We were like, yeah, we ate a lot of those. <laughs> I love this street food. Like, <laughs> feed me like a pigeon. We like, had well, every time we went, we had two. <laughs> like there was no there was because no chill. <laughs> it is so much less expensive than everything else that you're like i'll take eight because it's, it's less Blake. expensive you're like maybe i just don't need anything but these <laughs> honest to god and so let me just say that already the exchange rate isn't great even from oh pounds kroner, but the exchange rate from us dollar to kroner abhorrent can i just say if you're american they are laughing their way to the bank that's all i'm saying because like the the exchange rate from uh pounds was was not amazing but it wasn't terrible sure. like it was pretty expected um it was like a couple of pounds more than like what you'd see on the kroner mm-hmm. but then emma would check her bank account and she's like i just spent eight hundred dollars <laughs> and like you would have had like a glass of wine and like the salmon salad and you're like <laughs> Ow! Ow! <laughs> I remember we went to Zara as we always do because like, it's, we it's our to. pilgrimage. Yeah, it's it's a mecca, Zara, it's mecca. that we need to visit. Yeah, Zara <laughs> yeah. in any European town. So we've done That's obviously cool. we've done London, Paris, and Copenhagen now, and yeah. you will see as we go along in our world travels because that's what Hannah and I do. We're, we're world travel buddies, but we are shopaholics, and yeah, that's how we identify hannah's honestly one of the only people that i can tolerate being around for longer than like three days at a time so she's really my ideal travel buddy even though i did i snapped at her like twice but it was like but those were circumstantial (laughs) snaps they weren't like i'm tired of you travel snaps right but honestly like and i think this is probably true for everybody but there are a limited number of people that you can spend a week with and i mean that in the best possible sense like mm-hmm, it, it mm-hmm. comes down to like temperament it comes down to knowing each other it comes down to like activity preferences but there there is a small circle of people that you can like happily spend a week with especially when you're traveling yeah because some people just travel terribly like oh my goodness some people are like complainy some people are like 
they they don't know why it's not like where they came from some people mm, like they really don't want to do anything they're like mm, i'd rather just relax and you're like that's great i'm super I we're in a new home. place home. <laughs> <It's fine. laughs> I only spent $300 for this flight ticket to come do nothing. I love that for me. I love that for me. <laughs> so, but Hannah and I, of course, went to Zara as we were apt to do. And yeah, Zara. I, I <laughs> spent only 70 kroner. And like in pounds, that's like maybe $80 or 80 pounds rather, right? It's like. She means 700. 700. Sorry. 70 is like $7. Sorry. Yeah. So the way kroner. that kroner work, it's, it's a little bit like Chinese yen. So they're their kroner frequency like if something were to be two dollars it would be 20 kroner so you just add a zero mm -hmm. basically and mm -hmm. in reverse if you're trying to figure out what it would be in your currency you usually just take away a decimal point and you're close-ish unless, you're me. You, <laughs> unless you're me unless you're me so i'm set i spent 700 kroner and i think i only bought like i don't know three or four things maybe so to me i'm yeah. like oh my god great deal that's amazing because in yeah. my mind i'm thinking okay in pounds this would be around 75 to 80 dollars which means that in like in dollars it'd probably be closer to like 85 whatever yeah. you know um wrong wrong oh it was 110 dollars and i was like i'm sorry well, buy me one more time. <laughs> and it was like one day that we had done the majority of our shopping and of course it was too little too late for me at this point so i was like oh my god it's just too little too late so i appealed to my mother and i was like please have pity on me i am but a poor student abroad poor unfortunate soul so she helped me out and then i after that point i transferred all my money over to the card that hannah had that's specifically like for traveling because of course i didn't think in advance to have so, one so we're not sponsored but I'm going to go ahead and shout them out because they've been actually great to me. Yeah. The company is called Wise. They used to be known as TransferWise. But basically, they let you start a wallet in whatever currency is your native currency. So that could be dollars, that could be pounds, that could be yen, whatever whatever your say. currency is. Where, wherever in the world Carmen San Diego finds herself, she could open sure. a Wise account and open a wallet in her own currency. But it also lets you open wallets or, or balances in other currencies. So instead of paying a transaction fee every time you wanted to transfer money, you could just set aside money and it won't cost you anything to charge other currencies to that card, mm -hmm. um, which especially for American cards is a time saver and a lifesaver. Because I think I think what we figured out was that Emma had like a minimum so if you spent over a certain amount, like I think it was like 50 or something like that, mm -hmm. then you would start getting these massive fees because everything she spent that was like anywhere near like 20 or 30 would come out the same, right? Mm -hmm. And then as soon as you like crossed the 50 threshold, it was like, we're adding this 50 pound surcharge. Um, Love that for you. Great for us. Just in case. Just in case. <laughs> just in case you like wanted to give us 50 pounds. We <laughs> just for fun. Just wanted to help you with that. Um, so, <laughs> Yeah. And it was not fun. I must report. I'm speaking to you as a Everything person. Everything was not fine. <laughs> I so there was the money debacle, mm -hmm. and then, I mean, I don't even know where to. Should we just start at the beginning and go from day one and move onward, or? I think we should. So we want to give you as complete a synopsis as we can. Number one, because we had a great time. And number two, because we did a lot. So mm -hmm. day one, we basically we left like not super early in the morning but semi early in the morning on saturday mm -hmm. and we drove down to an airport just outside of london called stansted 
and we ate breakfast at the wrong cafe. And here's my thing. Uh, I am never <laughs> not going to rant about this, so I don't know why you're looking shocked. Okay. So it's true. <laughs> we so I had in my mind, you know, when you just envision something, you see it, and so you have a certain expectation. I remembered getting a really good breakfast at Stansted. Now I hate Stansted Airport and Stansted Airport will never be one of our sponsors because I'm gonna do nothing but complain about it. It is the it is absolutely the worst British airport. It's like if is Spirit Airlines was an airport. It's literally the armpit of the East. Like it is not nice, but it's functional and it's mm -hmm. close. Mm -hmm. So I get it. So I get it. I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there is a Weatherspoons in there that has a delicious English breakfast. That's like the only thing that they do well. Obviously, alcohol is cheap there, but it's not good. It's just there. Yeah. So, um, so in my I head, <laughs> in my head, it's like Stan. So in <laughs> my head, I was like, "Cool, we're gonna go to this Weatherspoons that I remember in Stansted Airport, and that's where we're gonna have our English breakfast." Now. I had only had one cup of coffee, okay, kids? Mm -hmm. So we were walking in and there's a massive area with like shops and food. And I see a cafe that looks somewhat like the cafe that I recall. So I was like, great, cool, let's sit down. It was not, <laughs> it was not. It was and not I the one. And I found that cafe like 30 minutes after we finished eating. It was and I was across the, the way. We just walked five this feet. This cafe, honestly, honestly, it was so close and I didn't see it and I am bereft forever bereft <laughs> but we sat down at this cafe and it was just one of those food experiences we were like why am i paying for this like it wasn't good food it was slow like there was nothing there was nothing even remotely like good about it like i would have rather had a bowl of cereal that i poured myself than pay for this food so all that to say but we did it but we but we had already ordered yeah and i am the kind of person that i am willing to leave you until i've already ordered something yeah. And then I can't be that guy that's like, oh, cancel my order. I'm going to go somewhere else. And then the because... person next to us was just like extraordinarily oh obnoxious. Oh, my God. That poor girl. <clears throat> the guy leave. next to us. Let me paint you a picture with words. Sure. The guy next to us had his iPad like kind of diagonally in front of his girlfriend. He was watching sports and he was eating like a prisoner. Like he was like hunched over his food, <laughs> like shoveling food in. And this poor girl is in like a matching lounge suit. She's tried, okay? And she's having this conversation with him and he's not even looking at her. He's just looking at the sports thing. And then they brought him his food and God help them. They forgot his sausage. And he went, oi, where's my sausage? And I'm like, we're all wondering that, man. We are all <laughs> I was curious personally. I I'm glad you said. I saw his plate and I thought, wait, we just a gosh darn second. Where's this man's sauce? I was working blue there and you weren't. So that's, that is a reversal. <laughs> I was talking about his manhood because he was a dick. So anyway. <laughs> but also we were wondering. We were wondering. So anyway, they were just one of those couples that you didn't want to be sat next to. And you were, and you were too close to comment on it, but you were too far to like, not pay attention right 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 yeah i see what you're saying so hannah we just we did the thing where we're just communicating with our eyes and we're like hmm, this is going great <laughs> and then i flashed hannah so. uh yeah uh emma can we just talk about can we just talk about your rule and talk about how it affected our lives as we travel because okay it's, it's something that not everybody knows about and i don't think we've actually talked about it on the podcast okay my rule in fairness my rule is I can think of one place where I will wear a bra and that is 
to my internship at the senator's office. And that's the only place that I ever wear a bra. I don't wear bras other than like sports bras to the gym, whatever. But I don't wear bras. I find them uncomfortable. I find them claustrophobic. I don't enjoy boob sweat. So I don't wear bras. And Hannah has come to accept this fact about me. What she is less excited about is when the when the general population is impacted by it, which I will say it was not intentional. I know. But I also just can't care. I just can't care. And Hannah cares, but I can't care. I can't. So here's why I cared. Okay. So I was looking at Emma and she was talking to me and she went to itch the top of her head and she was wearing this like cre it's it's a really pretty sweater. It was like a like a purpley lilac-y mm-hmm. jumper. It was like a cardigan jumper. So it comes to like just below her like belt line, I would say, when she's mm-hmm. standing. So I, I did not, I just didn't foresee this. I didn't foresee it and I had to confront it. So I was talking to Emma and all of a sudden she reaches to itch something on her head and I'm talking to her nipple and I'm like, okay, okay, okay. So I just, I just wasn't emotionally prepared. Like if someone had told me, Hey, Emma's going to flash you and she's going to be fine with it. Then I could have emotionally prepped and been fine. Because once I had this conversation with Emma, what I said was, are you aware (laughs) that you are waving to people with your breast? And she went, yes, I am. And I'm fine with it. And my conversation ended there because as long as you know, and you're fine, I can emotionally cope and I'm good. But it was just the shock of like, I don't know if she knows. I don't know if this is supposed to happen. I don't know if she intended this to happen. I don't know if she can feel this. Okay. (laughs) I just had a lot of emotional stigma to process at once. Yeah. Well, um, now the world at large is aware that if you see my breasts, I probably know because I can feel that they're exposed and I also don't care. So (laughs) That was the thing that she told me that made me feel dumb because she was like, I can feel that my sweater is no longer on my boob. And I was like, <laughs> in hindsight, okay. No, it was good that you brought it up because like, I'm who among us has not accidentally exposed? <laughs> Other than Hannah, I guess. But there's no way, I'm sorry. There's no way drunk you at a bar didn't accidentally like show her butt or something by accident. Like Mm-mm. if you're wearing a mini skirt. Well, okay, well, apparently just me and us. I have definitely accidentally I will say, I had a friend, I had a friend who we went to a, like a frat party in college. Cause that's mm-hmm. like what we did. We were 18, who knows YOLO. And so <laughs> we went to this hopefully. frat party and <laughs> hopefully so. How much more? <laughs> <laughs> I can't take any more of this. So okay, you had a frat party. she was at the frat party and she was drunk as one is. Sure. And especially at frat parties. Cause how else can you cope with the fact that it's disgusting in there? Jungle juice so, baby. Jungle juice and prey. So <laughs> she was wearing a, a mini skirt as she did. And she was wearing these like neon yellow underwear, which I knew because she did like what they call in the UK a slut drop. But basically it's where you just like drop to the ground and you're like shaking, sure, you know, like sure. the, like you're still, your feet are still like in standing position. You just drop to like a crouch position mm-hmm, mm-hmm. To dance. It's really hard to describe. So I hope <laughs> people know what I'm talking about, but um yeah she didn't do like a split like she was just dropping to the ground to dance she dropped it like it was hot she dropped it like it was hot that's exactly what she did and so she was doing that and she forgot that she was wearing a mini skirt aka 
she spread eagle dropped it like it was hot and so it was like yellow underwear (laughs) but at least she was wearing underwear but yeah good for her (laughs) yeah but she didn't know so this is my thing is like if you know and you're comfortable you do you boo but if you don't know then i as a concerned friend want to go you're showing you're Britney right now. <laughs> so... I mean, mine is limited to the upper body. Right. Um, I do wear, as Anna, as Hannah calls it, underwear to the gym. So there is cheekage involved there, but that's where it stops. And I'm also aware and I'm also fine. So Yeah, she wears fleos, which are their underwear. They're boy short underwear. Like They're very functional. You, you can call them gym shorts. You can call them trapeze pants. I don't care what you call them, but... They are logistically and structurally underwear. So. <laughs> anyway, I mean, yeah. And I'm. If you look at my Instagram, you will see evidence all over. So of those underwear. Anyway, we were in Copenhagen. So yeah, so we were in Copenhagen. So I flashed we, Hannah. <laughs> yeah. So we were in the airport. Emma flashed me. We all recovered from it. It was fine. So we get on the plane and we have the row to ourselves, which was lovely. Mm-hmm. Um, the flight's really quick. It's like an hour and fifteen minutes from England because that's why we're great better but um, anyway so so we landed really quickly um Emma got me addicted to this game on her phone called 2048 which is like a math game which I'm like at no point did I see this for myself like I would not have looked at myself and gone you're gonna get addicted to a math game but I really like it so anyway that was how we passed the time it was pretty quick and then we landed so Emma, do you want to talk about the trains? We so we took them because that's what you do. The trains. We, so took them. <laughs> we, we got off the plane. We got our luggage, which does not take long at all. Um, yeah. Tiny flight, and we <laughs> we bought our tickets. Oh, I have to tell the passport story once you're done. <laughs> the passport story. I'm sure I know what you're talking about. So um, I can tell it now, just because okay. otherwise we won't come back to it. So. <laughs> We were getting through the oh, Danish the border. Story. So basically, it's like a passport control. Is this our, that this you, is coming back or going that we did it. Going in. Going. Yeah, okay. going in. So you have to because um, I mean you have to go through passport control no matter what, but mm-hmm. you have to go through passport control, especially from the UK because they're no longer part of the EU. So mm-hmm. um, we go into the passport line, all passports, you know, great. I get up to this woman who is probably six three. Um, she's much taller seated than the gentleman who was sat next to her. And I'm like, hello. Hi. So, <laughs> so I, my little self at 5'10 waddles up to her and I hand her, um, I hand her my passport and she looks at this passport and she goes, can you take your mask off? And I was like, of course, how silly of me. Why didn't I do that? Hello. And she's like, you don't look like your passport picture. And I'm like, uh-huh. What? <laughs> I'm just picturing like Midnight Express, Turkish jail. I don't know how we're getting to Turkish jail from there, but I was like, no I don't idea. know. It's not close, I don't want to be there. Fine. I don't want to be there. So <laughs> they can take a train. Who knows? Very so, far, um, and she was talking to me about this because in fairness, in my passport photo, I'm really upset because I've just had all of my belongings stolen, which is why I got that particular passport because my old passport with brown hair was stolen when my car was broken into when I first moved to the UK lol so love for this me. passport photo has me with ice blonde hair because i used to have platinum blonde hair full makeup and basically like a structured blazer i look a little russian spy e i'll sure. say that mm-hmm. i'll say it and so me at the airport was short brown hair not a stitch of makeup on 
Um, and you know what? Fair play. But I will say I was a little offended because I don't look that different. Like I would get it if, you know, I had massively changed the structure of my face with my makeup, but it was literally just like normal face makeup. Like Mm -hmm. I don't don't think I'm one of those people that when you wipe off half of my face, you're like, what? E-gag. Who is this creature? So... Anyway, she borderline didn't let me into Denmark, so that was sketchy. But then she was like, you should get a new passport stamp. And I was like, <laughs> okay. Mine was really easy, day. I will say. Yeah, great. great. <laughs> I don't know, because in mine, I have long brown hair, and I'm smiling. And all I had to do was, like, take my glasses off, pull my mask down. I was just like, and they were like, okay, <laughs> go ahead. So, yeah, I don't know. I mean... They just hate blondes, I guess, <laughs> you know, they're like, you're not one Maybe of that's it. Maybe I was stealing their vibe and they were like, yeah. mm, you're not blonde anymore, which means you're a traitor. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> the other passport story, which isn't really a passport story. It was entitled story of us getting onto the plane. So, oh, sure. Uh, I didn't think about that. So we're in line and it's a very, very small gate. So it's pretty, it's just a long line to get your passport checked again, your boarding pass scanned. And then yeah. onto the plane. This is in Stansted, London Stansted, yes. before we left. Yes, getting, yes, not when Hannah's story, we were in Denmark. In, in this story, yeah. we're still in, in London. <clears throat> so we are in line. And first, I see a guy, like, we've been in line. We worked our way up. You know, the line's pretty long behind us. We see a guy sort of edging his way. And I was like, over my dead body. I will. He had a Lego passport cover. And that's how I identify him in all future memoirs as Lego passport guy. Yeah, well, and yeah, <laughs> he, he was everything was not awesome when it came to this guy, I must say everything and, was not awesome. And I, I'm the kind of person where in in lines of any kind, I will lay down my life before I let you cut me. Here's the thing. Emma says lay down her life. She will make a scene. She will make a scene that has not been rivaled by any other scene in a I long will. time. So here's the thing. I'm not a confrontational person, especially when it comes to travel. Like if someone cuts me in line, I'll maybe roll my eyes, but usually I just don't care because I'll tell you a secret folks for all those line cutters out there, you get there at the same time anyway, because the plane doesn't leave. So you can cut me, you can not cut me. We're getting on the same (laughs) flight, homie. We're getting on the same flight. So I Uh, am not going to be inconvenienced by Mm -hmm. you any more than you're going to be inconvenienced by me. Because the plane is inconvenienced. It's about entitlement. It's about entitlement, Hannah. And I like it's the principle of it. (laughs) It is the principle. I don't, I'm not, it's not inconveniencing. It it annoys me to be sure. And there are some days when I have flown and there's a guy like making a scene and I'm like, you know what? It's too early for this. Like you just do your thing and I'm just going to wait because like, as Hannah said, our destination all arrives at the same time. But there are some times when I have the time in this. Emma makes time. She clears her (laughs) schedule. And she prepares to throw a hissy fit. I I am not calm about it. I'm not. So. so is literally like me, like next to Emma, whispering under my breath, like, don't make a scene. Don't make a scene. Don't make a flipping scene. Don't make a scene. It's fine. It's fine. I didn't, fine. to her credit. But I also didn't let him cut us. So She did not. But we also just didn't move. So, <laughs> so yeah. We just kept walking. But- and we were like, you could try to cut us, but you'll literally have to physically move me. 
(laughs) tell me how you feel about that we had more of a sit-in style scene than like a an active scene but the piece de resistance was this couple Mm, love them so this older couple which i did not see this for them i'll say i thought they were going to be sweet and cute and i thought they had like an extra need that they were like gonna come express to the flight managers who are trying to like get everybody checked in. And so this lady comes up while the check-in woman is checking someone in actively, mm-hmm. like she's mm-hmm. in the middle of a check-in and this lady comes up and knocks on the glass and she goes, excuse me. And uh, basically the lady was like, see this guy next to me? I'm checking him in. And she goes, oh, no worries, take your time. <laughs> like, it's it's clearly worries, but well, there okay. are there are some worries. I'll say, and anyway, so the the check in lady, uh, she's trying to deal with these people, and she was like, "Have your passports open to the document page, so that when I'm done checking the person in next to me, who I'm actively checking in, once I'm done with that, have your passports open to the page with your face on it, so that I can check you in, because obviously you want to be checked in real bad." And they're like, good, 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 right, 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 right. And then <laughs> she agrees. Laura Lynn was like, yeah, that. <laughs> it was like, yeah, open your pass, what happened? <laughs> so then I I look at this couple and they're not opening the passports. No, just standing there. They're just standing there. They're just hanging out. They're just along for the ride. And so the woman, exasperated, gets done checking this guy in and goes, open your passport <laughs> and they're like oh sure there you go like, and like and i will so- say they were the most cuttiest of the line cutters because they just they just like they see this line they're like Mm-mm. They and said, they went right up the window <laughs> line q we don't know her no we've never seen one of her before Mm-mm. we are not waiting in that honey boo boo they went around the queue and to the desk and i genuinely thought because usually when people do that there's like there's a health concern. There's there's some reason that you're ignoring the group of humans who are waiting patiently to go into the the process that they've set up. Like you know, hey, we need a wheelchair, or like, hey, um, we're we're only traveling at like one of us is traveling, the other one's not, so we need to like liaise. No, no. So anyway, we get to Denmark. Mm-hmm. We go to the train station. We get on the train. We get to our hotel. All is well. That ends well. And honestly, the hotel was beautiful. Um, I, I sometimes miss the mark when I'm picking hotels, which I've learned recently because I rely on reviews. So I look at the pictures and if the pictures look nice, I look at the reviews and if the reviews are all like, Hey, we loved this. This was amazing. Gold star. Yay. Then I will book it. And that's how I ended up in a 70s style hotel that looked very close to like the shining hotel. Uh, in Scotland with my family. Anyway, Anyway. (laughs) but the hotel was lovely. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was really great. And we, that night we went to a circus themed restaurant, (laughs) which was fun, kitschy. It was actually very fun. It was like a tapas style restaurant. So you got like little plates um, and they did it in levels, which was cool. So you had like different levels of plates. Yeah, it was really cool. It was fun. It was good food too. Um, and even Hannah managed to find something to eat with all of her restrictions. So, And then we went to, Hannah, where'd we go after that? We went to the Tivoli Gardens. So the Tivoli mm-hmm. Gardens are a very famous attraction in Copenhagen. And it happened to be really close to our hotel. So um, the best time to do it is at night, I would say, because they light the whole park up. So it's it's like a mixture of restaurants, 
and like like shops, booths, um, vendors, and then like landscaped curated exhibits. So it's kind of a mix of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they had they had it Halloween themed still because of when we went. So we were walking around and I'm like, I think we should do this at night. You can see all the lights. It's, it's pretty. Um, and, and the rides are open and everything like that. So we went over and yeah, I mean, I think it's stunning. It was beautiful. There were so many buildings and so many parts to this. It just felt like Mary Poppins mm-hmm. bag. Like there were just more and like, more and yeah, more. Every tur- every corner you turn, you're like, this has to be the end of the park and you would be wrong. It was and you'd, you'd be wrong. It was so cool though. Like uh, the, one of the structures looks a lot like um, an Indian palace. It mm-hmm. looks very Taj Mahal-esque. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they have like a Chinese looking temple. Um, and then they have, they have a, a bunch of different like carnival rides and yeah, it's really cool. And that's where I bought my Copen hat, which was the staple of my wardrobe. <laughs> we had a name for our souvenirs and they were Copen souvenirs. So <laughs> Anna had a Copen we're hat. Very, we're creative. <laughs> <laughs> we are the height of creativity. <laughs> I give you the Copen shirt, which is what I got. <laughs> and Anna Wintour is like genius. <laughs> genius. <laughs> I don't know why we told this joke, but we were looking at like storefronts or something when we were in Copenhagen. And Emma's like, brilliant. I see brick. I see structure. I see cement. Now make it a garment. Like, so every time we saw something, we, we were like, I see blue Ikea bags all over the spring shows. Like, oh, that was because I saw that one giant bag out front. And I was like, yes, I'm seeing blue Ikea bags for the spring. And it was a lot of fun, I gotta tell you. So <laughs> I, I highly recommend when you're abroad anywhere, just making up fashion Picking random objects and then putting yourself in the scene for Devil Wears Prada, where yeah. they're talking about what to put in their spring issue and where yeah. fashion's going. Yeah. Never floral. So, so yeah. Um, so yeah, we're we're drinking Groundbreaking. our mold wine. We're perusing the gardens, and it starts. To yeah. Drizzle. And we uh, <laughs> drizzle it flipping did. And can I just say, it went from like slight pitter patter of rain to like raining, pouring, <laughs> big rain, big rain. Yeah. And of course, like an absolute knob, I didn't bring an umbrella, so I went into. <laughs> Uh, unfortunately for me, a very nice shop. And I just grabbed an umbrella as one does, you know, you're, you're well, in like, a desperate situation. 10, 15 pounds, whatever. It's an umbrella. Okay. It's not a Tesla. All right. Like I was not <laughs> expecting an exorbitant fee for something that is like plasticky vinyl that keeps rain off. Like yeah. I didn't see that. So I go to the checkout counter and she'd done the thing where she rang it up. And that's the time you, you saw the price. And she was like, that will be, 300 krona and i'm like Unk, excuse me but i but again like she'd already she'd already rung it up and maybe i should have been the person to be like no saleswoman i won't but i didn't See, so here's, that's the fundamental difference between <laughs> hannah and i i'd be like listen do you have anything that does not cost me 30 pounds because it's an umbrella i'm not doing it <laughs> yeah. i'm not so i paid 30 pounds for an umbrella um it's gonna be featured in every event in my life including my funeral so get ready to see it we did use it a lot so i hope we <laughs> I got did, our money's worth so. did use it a lot plan to use it a lot still um but then everywhere else i went including like grocery stores there were just umbrellas that were flipping me off they were like <laughs> suck it nerd and they were just flipping me the bird at every opportunity because they were like do you want a free umbrella and i'm like yeah <laughs> it's too late for you <laughs> so 
Yeah. Um, we hung out there. We we ate a couple of times. We we, we did eat a couple of times. <laughs> In the so Tivoli Gardens is what she's talking about. Because we yes. had like, so we had like a really early dinner at this circus themed restaurant. Um, and to be honest with you, we could have had more food there. We could it would have been more expensive. And therefore we didn't. Yeah. But it wasn't like an abundance, a cornucopia of food. It was like... We had a few plates each, and it was like, yeah. oh, that was it good. Was it, was good. it was tapas. Yeah. For like an hour and a half, I'm not going to be hungry. And then yeah. it came two hours, and yeah. then two and a half hours. And I was like, <laughs> uh -oh. I'm doing something. <laughs> um, so we got like a little bowl of soup, and, and it was delish. It was good. It was good. Uh, I had the bread, obviously. So. Yeah, Emma ate both of our portions of bread because I am unable to, and Emma doesn't like food wastage. So I don't. And also, I of all the foods I'm never going to waste, bread is like at the top of the list. <laughs> so you like never catch me throwing out bread. I'll <laughs> say that. So Ever. yeah. Um, and then we should really talk about all of your husbands because oh, that was man. that was the start of your marriages. Like was, I can't yes. believe that that's where it all began. Like when <laughs> I give my speech at your sixtieth wedding, <laughs> 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 then I'm gonna say. I was there when it all started, kids. Yep. And French onion soup. Yep. Which was actually just onion soup because we were in Copenhagen. And <laughs> there was no cheese. I think that's the was, French element. It's just yeah, onion. Yeah. Soup. It's the Gruyere. <laughs> uh, yeah. They were sans. And the broth is a little. And anyway. Okay. So <laughs> we were eating we soup. Deconstruct, <laughs> but we deconstruct. We won't. <laughs> we were eating soup. And yeah. I saw this guy walk by and I went, Emma look because i'm subtle and i just like <laughs> just can read look a at room. That man over there <laughs> i can just like read a room yeah, and yeah, subtly yeah. convey emotions yep. through pupil dilations yep. so i was like i'm look at that guy and um thor walked by yeah and he yeah. was just a massive viking and i was like so emma when you move here and we're having dinner with your husband we can tell this story <laughs> oh, yeah. okay. our meat cute that you didn't even know um, but then we found out that he smokes, and I have to tell you, hard pass. A lot of Emma's mom. husbands smoked on this yeah, trip, I will say. Honestly, these are the ones that your sister and I are actually just using for alimony, and we lock them up right, in our, our right. giant home. So Yeah, my sister and Emma bonded, which is very frightening. <laughs> <laughs> just nobody saw it coming, so then when it happened, I was like, oh no. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> I have yeah. two of them now. So. Yeah, great. Um, and they're both short, so you, they're just like minions. Okay, she of is mischief. short, okay? She's tiny. She's down here. You're the same height. No, I'm not. I'm sorry. I'm a, I'm at least like five inches taller than your poor sister. She's like, what, five foot? Yeah, she's tiny. Dang, she's tiny. five foot two, five foot three at no, the most. She's five foot two. And There's no way. I'm sorry. Five foot four. I strongly disagree with the statement here. So I'll just like paint a picture for you. My sister is five foot two. And Emma's five foot four. So she's like, I swear to God, I was like, hello down there. It's so it funny because me. looking at the two of you walk together, I'm like, wow, Emma finally has someone she can look in the eyes. Great. I'm so offended, but it's fine honestly sidebar all the guys in my office are like extremely concerned with their height <laughs> like as they should be because they're short so one of them <laughs> bless his heart uh, he's he's so nice but he's like oh i'm 5 10 and we're all like damien you're not 5 10 sweetie baby cookie honey i can tell you right now 
you're not because no guy who has ever told me that they're 5'10 has stood next to me and been the same height. Yeah, no. It is a lie because I am 5'10. I am 70 inches tall. That's how it works. So if you're saying you're 5'10, you're at best 5'9, probably 5'8. Probably 5'8. I will say that when it came to Navy weigh-ins, I would stretch myself as humanly far as possible and I would get 5'5. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. But my point being, like, when guys say, it, you always have to subtract two. Sure. So when yeah. guys say I'm six foot, usually they're 5'10. Okay. So anyway, um, we were talking about Emma's <laughs> husbands and how yeah. they smoked and how that seemed like an impediment to their relationship, but we ended up working it out. So it's fine. <laughs> I mean, we had to sit down and I was like, listen, babe, to be with me. I'm if you want to be my lover. I did not <laughs> fill your lungs with nicotine. Thank you, Thank you so much. Um, yeah, Emma got married, what, like 10 times? times? At 15 least. times? <laughs> at least. So, and by got married, every time we saw someone that Emma thought was attractive, she's like, Babe, why are you walking so quickly? <laughs> my husband you. is so funny. He my husband is so funny. He, <laughs> he just like, like, pretends like he other. doesn't know me. <laughs> what a fun little game. I love that. Project. Yeah, so we're psychopaths. It's fine. So, <laughs> <laughs> so to save you from the same kind of format that we have been using, because fair enough, like we went slowly through the first day, but we'll try to give you the whistle yeah, stop yeah, tour. Yeah, yeah. We went to three different palaces that are all located in Copenhagen. Mm -hmm. We went to Rosenborg, Christianborg, and then we went to, um, it's like quadrangle of palaces. So there's yeah. like Frederick, there's Christian. Everyone is, by the way, everyone in the Danish royal family, <laughs> it's Frederick or Christian. And that's it. And that's it. <laughs> you got the whole family. Yes, so so uh, I can't remember what it is, like what the specific name of it is, but it's basically four palaces in one yeah. walk. Mm -hmm. um, and then we also went to the, of course, we went to the Little Mermaid statue. Of course. We went to the Round Tower, the Rundentorn. Mm -hmm. um, and that was cool. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. We walked up it. We did not go to the very top because it was tiny and there was a lot of people and we were like, mm, higher up. Great. And then we just left. So Yeah. Like we went to the top before the like tiny stairs part and we were like, we feel, we feel, we, we feel good. Great. We feel fulfilled. <laughs> so we're going to head out. Um, yeah. There was a couple of instances in Copenhagen that Hannah got great laughs from my expense. <laughs> and I think Hannah has one in particular that she remembers and enjoys telling the story of, and that is the glass blowing studio. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Okay. First of all, traveling with Emma is just a unique treat because number one, she's super fun. And like, we always have fun together. So it's always like funny. Like we're always laughing. We're always doing funny <laughs> I mean, things. It's an embarrassing amount of laughing almost. Like we are embarrassed. Like really embarrassing. This is like, what is wrong with those women? <laughs> are they a little bit crazy? No, we're a lot of bit crazy. So anyway, so we were walking by, we were walking along like near the university we were walking by this like glass blowing store and there were a bunch of different vases it was really pretty to walk by mm -hmm. and emma looks at me with like this really like almost a philosophical expression where she's like <laughs> like been thinking deeply about something and so i was genuinely like oh wow what's she gonna say so she looks at me and she goes she's looking at the the vases in the window she's like hannah i i think some people made those 
<laughs> and Hannah literally, she stopped. She had to stop. <laughs> she was laughing so hard. I'm like, babe, oh, I think no. you'll find that some people made most things. So, what she meant was that you could go in and like hand make your own glass object, like a pottery studio. But what she said was, I think those were made by people. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> in my head it made perfect deep, 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 sense deep, deep, deep. it's one of those things where like you know you have like point a and then you don't say what you're thinking until point d so all the context in between is just lost there's no nuance and so that's what happened um but after that periodically hannah and i would just look at things and i'm like we don't want to be controversial and just hear i'm me gonna out. go on a limb here <laughs> i'm gonna go out on a limb I think someone made those. <laughs> and that was the rest of our trip. That's what we spent doing. Yeah, that's what we did. So uh, there were several instances where we couldn't open doors. And <laughs> I will tell you, I am a smart person. Okay. I make analysis and like critical thinking part of my wheelhouse every single day. Like that's my whole career. Okay. It's like yeah. critical thinking. We go to this restaurant, very highly rated restaurant, very excited to do it. Mm -hmm. And there we're presented with what looks like a rotating Revol door. Yeah, yep, yep. yeah, like a revolving door. And so I think, okay, you know, I've, I, I'm prepared for this. I know how to do this. I walk up to it and nothing happens. <laughs> there is no handle. Okay. There is no button. There is nothing. <laughs> and this guy is stood suspiciously close to us, like, like next to us. And right. we spend longer than we should have, like <laughs> a minute and a half staring at this door, borderline going to be like, like <laughs> how do we open this door? Is it a clapper? Do we have a magic word? Do we have to say friend in Elvish? Like, what do we have to do to get this door to open? And so we're sitting there, we're talking to each other in hushed, reverent tones, like, we should try to open the door again. We, sh we shouldn't try to open the door. And I'm like, Emma, we need to leave this place because this guy has watched us try and fail to open this door for like two minutes now. Oh my we need gosh. to go. And so we did what any self-respecting woman would do. We sure. said to each other loudly enough that the stranger near us could hear, oh my gosh, I wonder when they're going to get here. Let's wait down here so that we weren't failing to open the door. We were waiting we were for friends. Waiting. <laughs> we were just waiting. And we, were like, we double down, okay? We When we have started the lie, there's no end. So Hannah is on her phone, mostly like, how do I open the door to this restaurant? Like, where's the actual entrance? We're like, we're on maps. Like, Where's the entrance? Where where are you leading us? And I'm looking up and down the street expectantly as if I'm like, where are they? Where could they be? And we see the guy. He also looks like he's waiting for somebody. And I don't know if he did this out of pity for us or... or this what. was the weirdest thing, though. So, yeah, maybe it was out of pity. But he <laughs> crosses the road and, like, almost disappears around the corner, but is still looking at us. And I'm like, What? <laughs> what <laughs> and so we i'm like i think let's try around the corner maybe this isn't the entrance that we sh are looking for maybe this isn't it so we try around the corner and there's like 15 doors none of which are the correct door to lead into this place but we find one that like walks us through borderline Another part of the restaurant, restaurant. <laughs> and then we get to the reception and we're like Hi, we'd like to book a table for two <laughs> like, we, we were so exhausted at that point and I'll tell yeah. you, this is my nightmare personified. 
We're standing there with the lady at the reception and we're like, hi, we'd like a table for two. We're sophisticated, elegant women who had no trouble walking in the door. And anyway, so she was like, oh yeah, great. I'll just give you two seconds. And I hear- Also, everyone in Denmark is as far as work. Everyone in Denmark talks like the guy from Frozen who's like, yoo-hoo, big summer blowout. Um, so anyway, I hear like the, the soft of the door and I'm like, oh, someone found the door. And I turn around. <laughs> who do you think it is, kids? It's the guy who watched us fail to open the door 15 times. And I'm like, I just look at Emma and I went, oh, awesome. <laughs> and she, the she was, she was like, he's hot. <laughs> it's so much worse when they're. <laughs> it's so much worse when they're attractive because you can be embarrassed in front of someone that you don't think is attractive and whatever. not blink an eye. Yeah. Not blink an eye. You're like, whatever. I don't care. <laughs> I'm an independent <laughs> person. I am comfortable in my skin. And the second they're attractive, you're like, oh my gosh, I should kill myself. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Should I just die right now? Raise your <laughs> hand. Do you think I should just die? <laughs> should I just like go to a razor blade store? <laughs> like, Sorry, that was a lot of suicide related. Um, so anyway. Um, trigger warning. Um, love you. Please <laughs> don't commit suicide. Please don't. It's a really serious issue and we take it really seriously and we're sorry. So anyway. But what we also take seriously is restaurants without doors. <laughs> and... So this guy not only walks in right after us, and I'm like, awesome. Mm, <laughs> but we are standing there giving this woman our coats and I'm like, take the coat and go. <laughs> like, <laughs> and and of course random suave guy gets seated like four tables down from us i'm like great good so good we dedicated the dinner to his life story (laughs) and it was sad folks i gotta tell you because picture it he orders a bottle of wine 1917 (laughs) 1917 the first pizza no i'm kidding um he orders a bottle of wine a red which is like bold move okay who orders a bottle to start with, I just like, I've never been at the point of financial security where I'm like, oh yeah, yeah I'll just take fine. the bottle. And like, we we'll looked at the, the bottles bottle. and the cheapest was like 50 pounds. And we were like, nope, <laughs> wrong. So I think I named him Michael, Michael, yeah. M-I-K-A-E-L, mm-hmm. Michael. Yeah, we named everybody. I thought it was a they, real good one. They were, we had lots of men that we just named <laughs> for fun. They were like, your name is such and such, you're welcome. It's and just, it's a better story. It's a better story. They, you can't just say suave guy the whole time. He's gotta have a name. So Michael have a name. Um, is sitting there. Very well. he, he's just very well. He's an attractive guy. He orders a bottle of wine. There's two place settings. You know, we assume, oh, he's waiting for his attraction. He had a high product to hair ratio. So he really tried to look that good. Yeah. So Hannah and I are there maybe an hour, maybe an hour and a half, like not a long time, because once again, this is a restaurant that has great food that we can't really afford. So we eat our chicken teriyaki. We. Okay. The mango chicken thing that we had was absolutely pang. It slapped. Like it was was so good. I've not had that good food in a restaurant in a long time. It was amazing. We were members of the clean plate club. I must tell you. We were CPC card holders. I'll tell you. (laughs) Um, uh, So we we were like platinum at that point. (laughs) We were platinum. They were opening all the airport lounges for us. (laughs) (laughs) And also the doors because we couldn't figure it out. Can't find them. Can't find them. (laughs) Um, But so this guy, we, we were like, periodically we just looked down because he's attractive and we're like and this whole table was sat like seven people was sat in between us and i'm like rude how am i supposed to see how this turns out very offended (laughs) and so we're like we're waiting to see what 
kind of women which we had created in our minds like his type was to walk in we were like we're just waiting and waiting and waiting she never shows up and no no it's so much more dramatic than that uh, so the first 30 minutes goes by because we're watching the clock okay obviously (laughs) and he's by himself and he's one glass of wine deep and he's done the thing where he started talking to the table next to him so i'm like Mm. you're getting desperate Mm. and so i'm sitting there and i'm going do we think Michael is being stood up right now? And we're like, no, he must, he must know the person. Like they must be running late because surely you're not going to wait on a first date. No. For 30 minutes. 20 With max. a bottle of wine. Like you would yeah. never order that before the person gets there. But wait, Michael did. And then 45. And we were like, no, no. And he's like, on his phone quite a lot. So we assume, oh, he must be communicating with the person. Maybe they also couldn't find the door. Maybe it's maybe like a whole thing. they <laughs> struggle with door-related anxiety like we do. <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> who can say? You know, maybe they're right outside right now, waiting on the corner, desperately seeking the door. <laughs> who can say? But time continues to pass. The maybe clock- they're clapping in front of the standing <laughs> revolving Come door. On. <laughs> My wine is in there. Um- <laughs> <laughs> the whole bottle. <laughs> So we're we're watching Michael get another glass of wine poured. He's from and the his waiter, bottle by himself. The waiter comes over and like offers this to is take, an hour in. Yeah, he offers to take the setting away, and the guy's like, "Oh no!" Like indicates no, keep it as well. And as Michael the menu. protests. Yeah, Michael yeah. protests. Yeah, he said he wants the place setting and the menu there. So we at that point had exhausted all of our food our water was gone we were like well we can't afford to buy anything else here so really we have no reason to continue gotta go so we have to leave (laughs) and we we never knew the ending of the story but we but we were there for a total of an hour and 45 minutes not including door time so, <laughs> at least two and a half hours total. We were so. seated. We were seated at the table for an hour and forty-five minutes, and Michael's date never came. No, and we were like, maybe it's a guy friend, you know, or a friend that he's comfortable not being angry with for being extraordinarily late. You know, I mean, I would have given up on anybody at an hour and forty-five minutes. Well, you know, my thing is with guys like if they're meeting their male friends, they're much more like. Yeah. Blase about the whole thing. They'll just thing. wait. Yeah. And I personally don't ride that train regardless of your gender. I don't. Do I that. just. So I offered Emma. And to be honest, I think she let you all down because this would have been a great story. I offered Emma 50 pounds to go sit oh. at the table with him. <laughs> and I'm just sorry, say, <laughs> Hi. <laughs> and you know uh, what? Yeah. She didn't take it, guys. So honestly, all hate mail, please direct okay. it to Emma. Here's the thing. I had already <laughs> suffered two embarrassments that same night. I can't do three. You have to pick your battles. And I already had the glass shop. The time. <laughs> I'd had the glass shop and I'd had the door. I was maxed out. Okay. <laughs> Out of embarrassment. Point. I mean, like, if I had, if nothing else had happened that night, I could have tolerated rejection by this extraordinarily attractive Danish man. Like, I mm-hmm. would have accepted it, but I couldn't at this point. You know, like, I, mm-hmm. I was maxed out on my, my ables too. Out. So, so the, the rest of the uh, attractions, I will tell you after the story, which is the story after this. So we had had Doorgate. <laughs> Uh, and then <laughs> the next did. day, 
Um, we went to we went to do more sightseeing. So we went to Niehaven, which is like a really cool neighborhood in Love. Copenhagen. Um, and that's the day that we did the Little Mermaid statue walk, which was great. And that evening we went out to dinner and we we had kind of a, a late lunch. So I think we just got something quick for dinner. I don't remember anything extensive, but we we were looking for a place to go after our meal. Mm -hmm. and oh yeah we had steak we had the steak at the wine bar right, yeah. yeah so we had steak at the wine bar it was great and we it was expensive so flipping expensive yeah. and we were just like eating it and crying but that's fine so <laughs> extra it helped the sauce a lot it guess. helped it helped it there was some yeah. extra flavor there was <laughs> marinating there yeah, was a was whole tasty. thing so it was great <laughs> so then we went to the oh, we went to a trio nice. of we went to a trio of bars. Yeah. So this is probably the crescendo of the story because everything else is just like one more sightseeing thing and then we went home. Yeah. So we went to a trio of bars because all over Copenhagen mm. are Irish pubs. And you might be thinking Wait, to yourself, "We're going to talk about." I know that we're talking about the the UK strip that we're coming up mm -hmm. on. Yeah. What about the one where we saw the girl talk to that group of guys in the bar? Remember? And then... <gasps> that was before dinner. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You tell that one real quick, and then I'll go back. Okay. So before we talk about the trio of bars, which is our final crescendo, we promise. Like we're we're almost done. Um, so much happened, guys. It was a very short trip. We had to pack a lot in. It was a long, short trip. I'll we say. also had the one coffee shop we went to every single day. They knew us there. Okay. <clears throat> Swedish coffee slaps. Great coffee. Honestly slaps. Swedish coffee in Denmark. <laughs> Great idea. So <laughs> we went to this bar right across from the restaurant because at this point we're like, we don't know if we want to eat there yet. Like, let's go in and like do some research. We'll see what happens. We go in. And we did not want to eat there. We did not. <laughs> um, I have no idea what they served, but it was like one of those bars where they had like three bartenders and still it took 15 minutes to get a drink. So yeah, we were like, great. Love this for us. So we cool, are, cool, we're cool, in cool. there and we, we just get like two drinks and we're just chilling. Like I think I got a rosé and I got a gin and tonic and we're just hanging out. And we see this group of guys come in and this girl is at the bar and they strike up a conversation with her by asking her like, what did you get to drink? And there's three guys, right? And so they have to decide which one is going to be the one that like sparks the most interest. I should mention the three guys were English because right, otherwise yeah. we would not have been privy to this conversation. Correct. We'd be like, <laughs> that sounds like a nice language. Good for you. Context. Yes, they were English and she spoke English. I don't know if she was English, but you know, everyone, no, she was Danish. Everyone in Denmark speaks. I could tell you all about her life because I was listening to their conversation. So, <laughs> so. so I was on the other side and was not privy to quite all the details, but I do know that one guy finally kind of singles out as the guy that is the most likely candidate for a romantic tryst between the two. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I, she was pretty, you know, blonde, pale. She was very pretty. Um, he was okay. He was there. And, and he was there. <laughs> um, and so they're chatting and a fourth friend walks in at some point. And I don't know, Hannah, if anything in their conversation was significant to you if you wanted to point it out. But yeah, so she, let me just tell you their whole life story. So she is a student and she was with a group of other students who she abandoned to have this romantic conversation. She was picking up like 13 drinks, by the way. Yeah, the she was picking up about 11 shots of tequila when they met her, which is why they were like, oh, that's a lot of tequila. Fantastic observation. 
great opening line just point out anything that the person is doing and comment on it yeah you have like, arms <laughs> you're wearing a yeah, jacket like thank you mm. for seeing that yeah what an opener wow. <laughs> so she loved it though she was like i am getting a lot of drinks thank you for noticing <laughs> they're <laughs> not so all for she, me he was going to culinary school that's what he was doing there and she had either been to culinary school part-time or was like a foodie. I didn't really get the full gist of it, but she was definitely a student as well. And so he was talking about what it was like living in Copenhagen and she was talking about what it's like living in Copenhagen. And basically this poor girl, she made a classic error, which we've all made. Who among us hasn't done it? And it's called the re-return. And so I'll tell you about the re-return in two stages. So number one, to execute a re-return, you have to start out by talking to the person. So you cannot re-return to something if you didn't first start. <laughs> so, you cannot re-return if you are not returnable. So. You know, if you didn't have your receipt, get out. <laughs> get out. So anyway, she's having this conversation with a guy and she gracefully exits with drinks. Now, crossroads situation to perm or not to perm. Britney Spears, what do we do? She had two options in front of her. You can either A, wait for the gentleman to pursue with you and do do like a a smile across the bar and then stay in your friend group conversation or you can do what she did which is the re-return which is where you have an, a graceful exit point you leave and then you come back and you come back because you're proving to them that you're interested and that's where i think you'll lose a lot of people because mm-hmm. for a lot of guys not for all guys not all men for a lot of guys they just wanted to know if you were into them it's really all they wanted out of the exchange now they know they can go home drink a beer and go to bed so (laughs) she does the re-return bless her and she strikes up uh, you know continues the conversation she's like so what were we and they were like look at that and uh they were all coming from like a gym session so i can tell you they were not they were not looking great. They were not smelling great. I mean, great. like, I can't pick these guys out of a lineup so insignificant did they look. I mean, it's just I a group can, of average white men. But only because I have a great memory. So anyway, <laughs> I spent a lot of time staring at them because I was interested in what happened. So <laughs> she, she came back and she spent like a good eight minutes talking to them. And then the guys excused themselves to go sit at a table. And she was sent back to her friends in a sad box mm-hmm. because she was not invited to go sit down. So th- they were like, okay, well, we're going to go sit over there. It was nice to meet you. And you could just hear it. You could hear the awkwardness. So they go sit down, have another drink. Fourth friend appears. That must have been the impetus for the fourth friend did not look anything like the other guys. No. Anyway. They finish their drink and then they leave for the night and poor girl then loses her keys, phone, something. And she spends like 45 minutes looking around her table with all of her friends for these things. And it just did not go well for her. No, it was not a good night for her. And um, let us let this be a lesson to all of us. If you meet a group of guys in a bar, never re-return, take your graceful exit. They're dead to you now. Or they will be interested enough in you to come re they will have to do the re-return because you you don't re-return they re-return they who re-returneth holdeth no power that's true you yeah women 
we have to hold the power at all times okay we must power balance it's really big so, so anyway, anyway. <laughs> um so we went to after dinner after this bar experience we went to a trio of bars so there are irish pubs all over copenhagen not really clear on why the irish never colonized denmark at any point so <laughs> not super clear on why but it's definitely a european thing to have an irish pub um and i think it's just a tourist trap like i don't think it's deeper than that mm. anyway there were a strip of Irish, like an Irish pub, an English pub, and a Scottish pub all near our hotel. And I was like, well, we would be bemissed. Bemissed? Remissed. 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 <laughs> we, would, we would bemiss it. We would be missed. We would bemiss it. <laughs> we would we be would missing be, it. <laughs> we would be all sorts of emotions. We would indeed be bemissed <laughs> if we <laughs> did the re-return. We would. We would be missed. <laughs> So we would be remiss yes. if we did not go to these pubs because right. first of all, it's just a great laugh. And second of all, we didn't have like another bar that we really wanted to go to. And we weren't that keen to go that far from the hotel because we were kind of tired. So we were like, okay, we'll just see what they're like. And then if we want to go home. So we first stop at the old Scottish pub, which is geographically the closest to the restaurant and we picked it for no other reason than that so yeah we were like it's catty corner there it is let's go so we did so we walked in and we get drinks from the bar and emma made a discovery and i heard the same discovery and i immediately shut down and was like don't talk don't talk don't talk and emma's discovery was different she initiated a bonding experience which i Cannot they came to for. us, so uh, no, 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 no. The the bartender. You talking about the Texan? Yeah, he came to our table though. Yeah, but he knew you were American. I from ordered you ordering a drink. a drink. Yeah, I mean, what choice did I have? Like, <laughs> you do a different accent, and you don't <laughs> let them know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Honestly, I would have, I would have been fine with like, hey, mate, can you uh, <laughs> hand me a cider? <laughs> Sitting here like, how an Australian pronounce this? Slider. <laughs> Slider. <laughs> Actually, anyway. I did this really fun game with Luke the other day. You just like point at the other person. It, I was like, oh, this would be a good game for Emma and I to play. But it's like volleyball. But you just point at the other person and you say an accent and they have to speak in that okay. accent for a <laughs> sentence. Funny. And it's a great game. Anyway, so. <laughs> Next episode, people. Calm down. We're busy enough. <laughs> so we were in this bar for like 45 seconds. And I heard arguably the worst thing that I could abroad. Emma, take it away. Well, we are at the bar. Well, I'm at the bar anyway. Hannah and I were like, we had a table in the corner. And we yeah, this was post first drink. Yeah. So we're at the bar and I'm talking to the woman who's clearly new. She's like, has no idea how to make And drinks. she's Danish. Yes. And she's, she's still referencing the sheet and all of those things. And I'm like, okay, you know, I ordered, I don't know what Hannah ordered. I think I ordered a cocktail of some kind that they had on the list. And I was like, that sounds good. Like, Blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. Here's our drinks. And we hear there's another bartender. It's a guy. Um, the owner, maybe. I don't know. But we. I think just a bartender. We hear him and we hear what sounds suspiciously like a southern accent. And we're like, hmm, that's that's interesting, isn't it? And of course, I'm interacting with this girl. So if he walks by and hears me speaking, he's going to hear an American accent. Um and that was the beginning of the end of the end so we're sitting we, we're sitting at a table i see a potential husband it turns out it doesn't work out we'll tell that story in a second we'll tell that story in a second um 
And so we end up, we switch to a booth that becomes available because we don't like being so far away and it's just a weird, we're right by the door, it's cold. So we move. Yeah. And so we're sitting there and I see the bartender come towards us and I'm like, here we go. And Hannah is like, oh no, how deep into the seat can I climb? Is it possible to get inside? Is it too late to go under the table? So, <laughs> Is there a zipper that I can enclose myself in this booth and just live here for a minute? <laughs> so, of course, I do Hannah the solid and pretend that she's not American because Hannah can't help but speak in a pseudo-British accent everywhere we go. She has to do it. It's like, it's her one point of pretentiousness that I allow. So... We go and he comes up to talk to us and he's like, oh, I heard you speaking at the bar, you know, like, are you American? And I'm like, <sighs> I'm an American. She lives in England. <laughs> and that's kind of where we like, that's the most that he gets out of us. He's like chatting with us. He's from Texas. And I'm like, of all the states you could be from, that's probably the worst one, but it's fine. And well, <laughs> I'm just sitting there with like a vaguely horrified smile, like, <laughs> this is so great. Yeah. I hate running into Americans for exactly this reason, because they always want to talk to you. I'm like, you're in a foreign country. Speak to anybody else. Like, why? Why do you want to talk to me? No. Like, one of me. No. Yeah, oh, no. they're like, one of us. One of us. And they're like, do you miss McDonald's? What do you think about Target? Shut up. Shut up. I do love Target, though. I'm going to miss That's true. <laughs> I know, but like. Anyway. So he leaves and we're like, okay, we did it. We talked to the American. All is It was well. fine. It was okay. He's not going to come back, I hope. <laughs> so. um, he does not. But <laughs> this is not the end of our American saga. Because. This was horrifying. I was because, like triggered. <laughs> so when a, a musician comes in, right? And we don't like acknowledge him. We see him we in the bartender. We didn't say any words to him. <laughs> he's talking to the bartender. And then all of a sudden he's coming up to our table. And I'm like. Oh, for first of all, when a man approaches me in general, my body goes into like crisis mode because it's going to be like you're about to hit on me and I don't want you to. And it's especially in a bar, like of all the places that I get like, oh, no feeling it's in a bar or when I'm alone in public somewhere like on the street. Like, but just the audio was playing in my head when Emma was like, oh, no, the musicians talking to the bartender and they're pointing at us. I went, oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. And I and was just like. Uh. Here he comes. And he also has a southern accent because he's he goes, from. hi. And I'm like, come on. He's from a <laughs> like, Carolina of some kind or he's Tennessee. From South Carolina. Something like that. And he. No, he's from Tennessee. You're right. Um, he's from yeah, Tennessee. Tennessee. And he comes over and he's once again, we're just talking. He's being like flirty. And we're just being business as usual, like yes. business, business, business. <laughs> we, we do like it here. Thank you for asking. I think I tell him like, oh, I live in New York, and he and the bartender both remarked on this, like, oh, every time someone says they're from New York, they never actually live in like Manhattan. So this is fascinating to us because I was like, oh, I live in Manhattan, and it was that was pretty much the extent of the conversation. And he leaves, and then he does that thing that musicians do, where they like know they're playing a dead space so they like really try to hype up what they're doing and it was like secondhand cringe was going hard so while he's playing we're like we need to go because if we he spent an inordinate amount of time talking to us like at first i thought he was gonna like say hi to all of the tables and then he didn't and then he was just like well we need to get a drink later i'm like sure don't (laughs) sure don't you (laughs) (laughs) Mm, emma we need 
need to leave. <laughs> like, <laughs> so we stay for like a couple of the songs. So that's just because we're trying to analyze the guys that are sitting behind us and see. Yeah, we had a whole <laughs> session on this guy. So I don't remember. Uh, was it Kevin? I think it was Kevin. It's Kevin. I don't remember what we cited for the second name, but it was definitely I don't know. Kevin, so, because so, the one guy looked like Kevin Jonas, <laughs> and the other guy, Mark, Mark and Kevin, Mark Kevin and, and Kevin. Mark. So oh, those two, Mark and Kevin. So <laughs> they're Danish, <laughs> and they're sitting in the booth behind us. Yeah, and. Mark is sitting, so basically there's like this little glass peephole in each of the booths. So you can see the people in front of you and behind you. And so I'm sitting facing Emma and Emma has her back to them. So I can see through the booth into what they're doing. So I'm doing the play-by-play. So And she really was. <laughs> yeah. So the guys walked in and Emma was like, oh, that one's cute. Cool. So they sat down in a booth next to us and I was like, Emma, this might be happening. And she's like, this is not a drill. I repeat, this is not a drill. Everybody to your stations. So we then go into analyzing their conversation because obviously they're speaking Danish. Sure. We have no idea what they're saying. Right. So um, Mark does this hand motion where he takes his, his, like, ha his hand into a fist and he puts his thumb up and he like points backward with mm -hmm. his thumb, like pointing to us. And then he does something where he points to the table. <laughs> And I'm like, I don't know what he's going to do. Maybe he's going to come over here, Emma. And she's like, maybe. He's like, I shake of the maraca. I put it down. I shake of the maraca. I put it down. Obviously, he's very passionate about the maraca. And so we're just laughing about this. And I'm pointing out to Emma at about 25-minute intervals, like, all of this is hilarious, but they can understand us, you know? Like, we sure. can't understand them, but they can understand us. So it's very possible that they're listening to everything we're saying. And she's like, no. Like, so anyway, Maybe. they they continue to kind of gesture in our direction and look at us, but they never come and talk to us. And so... um. At some point, basically, we just say, it's the it's the point. Tonight's <laughs> the time. <laughs> it's the time. It's the time for us to move on, especially because the singer is starting to dedicate things to people. And we're like, we got to get the hex out of here. Bye. Bye. So we finish we our drinks quickly. Glug, 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 glug. And then we would be missed if we didn't leave, you know? So honestly, I think it works. So, we would be missed if we didn't leave. So we left. So we went around the corner to the old English pub because, again, Why not? geographically closest. We were going to go to the Irish pub, but that was one further down. And we just we stopped on that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we walked in and nothing crazy happened. The bartender was really nice to us. He's like this really, really tiny Danish boy. Um, and, and I say boy because he looked about 12. He was so, very young, but he was, he was yeah. adorable. He was nice. He was very sweet. Um, and so anyway, we get Moscow Mules, which was the best drink we had all night. Uh, they were delicious. Mm -hmm. And then we were standing at this table near the bar because I hate two things. And I'll tell you why. One, I hate sitting in bars because I find it unnerving. Maybe it's like I can't escape. Maybe it's like my vantage point. I like to be a mafia guy. I want my back to the corner. I don't want to be anybody to be able to whack me with a cannoli. Like, I don't want anything. You know, I want to be able to see the whole scene. So I just find sitting inconvenient. And then thirdly, um, this wasn't part of the original too, but you get a bonus. I hate when you're on a bar stool because there's no back support. So you're just like awkwardly hunching at the table. And I just wasn't keen. So I was standing. I think, Emma, you eventually sat. And we... We're next to these two guys who were in a conversation in Danish, which, of course, we didn't understand. <laughs> so, <laughs> Emma, what happens next? So, 
we're Hannah and I are chatting. We're bemoaning the obnoxious group to our our left or our right who are just drunk old men being very annoying. And yeah. to our our left, <laughs> you have to tell the story though of what the guy said when you went to the bar. What did he say? So, Emma went to get a second drink because Emma drinks about three drinks in the amount of time I drink one drink. She's she's a nurse, it's true. Yeah, I nurse. I'm a nurse shark. That's what I do. Uh, I like to nurse I my drinks. Do not. <laughs> no. Because one, I'm broke, and two, I will never be drunker than the person next to me at the bar. So, anyway, uh. So she goes to walk up to get another oh, drink, yeah. and this old man <laughs> turns around. I was, and goes, trying to go to the, I was trying to go to the bathroom at this point. Oh, that's it. But this guy turns around, this like drunk guy who's been kind of waddling in between tables. He turns around and goes, "Hey!" <laughs> like all enthusiasm. I'm just like, whoa. Uh, I was just like, I'm. I mean, like, it, it takes a lot for me to be literally taken aback. I think I took a step backwards. I was so just like. <laughs> so excited because i think he thought that she was coming to talk to him but he like with full like full trumpets blaring was like hey like so loud and i was just like i'm just trying to go to the bathroom if i could just get out of here and then just like with a shocked look went hi <laughs> i was like what else do you say it was the most awkward situation i was just like Hi, I just need to go to the bathroom. And he goes like, of course. <laughs> but he doesn't really move. He like sticks himself against the bar, but the table behind him is so like close to him. I have to like inch in between him and the table just to get to the bathroom. And I was just like, I'm walking back and I'm like, am I in a fever dream? <laughs> like that happened. So good. Oh, obviously I didn't, I didn't observe it. Obviously I was just in the moment, just like, <laughs> Hi. <laughs> hey there, are you? Um, but where Hannah and I are just having conversations to ourselves about drunk people on our right and people that keep yeah. not closing the door on our left because they just like, yeah. slam it yeah, open yeah, yeah. and they just leave it open and we're suffering. Yeah. And so all of a sudden, this guy next to us, he goes, excuse me. And I we, we turn and we're like, great, two more men to talk to us. <laughs> Hi. What now? <laughs> <laughs> Hello. And he, he, this is the most, I've never had someone start a conversation with me like this, but Hannah and I agree. It was going to do 10 this. 10 out of 10, a great if, opener. If you're going to try to talk to people at the bar, this is the way to women. do it. Specifically, if you're yeah. I don't know how men would react to this, but if you're going to talk to women at the bar, this is how to do it because it created an opportunity for Hannah and I to flex our creative muscles. Yeah, so, it was so. really good. What he does is he turns to us and he, I don't know exactly the exact words he used, but he basically said, my friend and I were curious if you had to assign us like biker names, what would you give us? Well, specifically, he said, my friend here is potentially right. going to get into yeah. motorcycles. Right. And so I was making up a game in my head of like, if you were in a motorcycle gang, what name would you have? And so I thought to ask these two random girls, I thought to ask you, <laughs> um, <laughs> if you had to give my friend whose nickname is NJ. Right. Not a great start, I'll say. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> no, is it his initials? On. Is that his nickname? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. We could have come up with a better nickname. Okay. So he was like, what would you give him as like a gangster? Like you, you sound American. And Emma goes, I am. 
Mm-hmm. And he's like, you must be familiar with gangs and gang violence. <laughs> like, <laughs> so, oh, you're from America? <laughs> violence. Yeah. yeah. And she was like, yeah, valid. Yeah. Uh, and yep. so, <laughs> of course. And so, so then he was like, if you had to give him like a gangster, like motorcycle gang name, what would it be? Um, and so we took it upon ourselves to expand the assignment and right. give him a whole backstory. Sure. Yeah. So, I mean, we look at him and we're like, we can't just give you a name because we don't we know. Need we, we need to confer. We need to confer. Could you just give us a few minutes? So we go to each other and we're like. They go is- back to speaking in Danish. Right. <laughs> we're over here whispering because they can understand us, obviously. So we're we're just like. Because they have the code, which is oh. English. <laughs> and we're just like. This has never happened to us before, but let's just let's just do it. <laughs> let's just give them. Let's the just lean in and go along with it. Yeah. So we create a backstory for both of them. It was um, NJ. What was the other guy's name? His name was Rolf. Rolf. Very. You are sixteen, going on he was, seventeen. He was very much so. Like if he had just been a little like broader, he could have been the Yuhu guy from Frozen. Yuhu. <laughs> <laughs> so. He was so nice though. He was Go so family. Nice. He was just jolly. He was fun to talk to. Both of them were very nice and non-threatening, which yes. I appreciated a yes. man. They didn't come <laughs> towards us. They didn't No, make... they didn't move. No. Um, so we gave NJ the story. Both of them involved getting beat up in public for whatever reason. <laughs> we were just like, that makes sense to us. NJ's story was that he happened upon a biker gang in the street i think and i believe yeah. he knocked a bike over he did and they were like excuse and he said do you want a piece of me and so they fought and i don't remember a nickname for him though so they fought and he won and he impressed them so much with his raw violence skills sure, yeah uh that they started calling him Notorious J. Ah, uh, yes. Because we know of the Notorious B.I.G. We're like, great, we'll get it, totally. It's lost on them. <laughs> they were like, cool. <laughs> and we're like, someday you're going to hear so the reference. It was so clever as well that we were like, we're not even appreciated in our own time. <laughs> so so maybe, it's, maybe that's on us for using American references in our names for them. Our bad. But it Once was again. pop culture so theoretically it should be i mean he's an anyway. international figure i think so so then rolf. so then rolf was like well what would mine be and we were like we must confer so, <laughs> we so, didn't get one for you <laughs> so then we were like you come up with ours and they're like great so it turned into this fun game yeah. so then we came up with rolf's which was that he saw a bunch of motorcycle guys racing and he was like, I could beat them. So he gets on a motorcycle and he genuinely just shoots past the other people, but he'd never learned to stop. So he slams into something and that's why they call him (laughs) Wreck-It Rolf. (laughs) That reference they did get. (laughs) They were like, oh, I love that movie. (laughs) (laughs) They were like, that you understand? Okay, (laughs) it's fine. Okay. So ours were hannah's story made perfect sense in my mind um i'm still not although quite it sure. left me as your bodyguard which i'm less satisfied with i'll say <laughs> like, i'll so say it we give them our names right emma and hannah and so i still don't know exactly what he said for my nickname we were debating between the two of us i was like did he say this or this i just i still don't remember but basically my story was that I'm just like an inherently violent individual. Maybe it's like a Black Widow thing. I can't remember exactly, but yeah, they, something like that. Yeah, they called me. What was it? Emma? What, what was it? Emma the Edge or something like that? 
And I was like, said an undecipherable word at the end. So it was like, Emma, and you're like, (laughs) very good. And then they were like, but she cannot do this alone. And that's where Hannah comes in. Hannah, what was your nickname? So they were like, but. Emma can't travel the world and and be violent by herself. And we're like, of course not. <laughs> so then they were like, it does take two. Oh, <laughs> you know, it takes two to tango. It takes two to be violent. That's how it works. So anyway, they were like, but Emma can't be trusted. And I'm like, true. To, <laughs> to like handle it by herself. And so, yeah, you can just end the sentence there. And, and so she has you, her bodyguard. And I'm like, first of all <laughs> and it was like hannah the it was hannah hellion hellion or something it was something along those lines and hannah hell or something like something. that and i was like you know what i'll take it like, um i was like mine's indecipherable and i love that thank you for that like yeah because you were we were past the point where we didn't hear you so we just went like great quickly instead of like what and so now we're just like emma Schmurmer and <laughs> hannah hell here we are so those are official monikers from hannah now hella so. yeah i think it was hannah hella Something like that. Yeah. Um, but anyway, then they, uh, Hannah goes to the bathroom at one point and they invite us to the table. And I'm like, oh, you know, I better wait and see like what Hannah wants to do. She prefers to like have her own table. <laughs> something, something, did something. Did you say that? No, 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 no. I, I, I did notice. say, I did say that I had to like see where you were with it. Cause I was like, oh, I don't want to just sit at your table and then her come back and decide that like, you know, decide for her basically. So we never moved. <laughs> she came back and I was like, so anyway, because <laughs> I don't want to. But we did. Engage- oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. See, the, guys, we're, we're finding things out at the same time. I had no idea. <laughs> um, so, but we did engage in like just general conversation with these two and they were fun. And Jay didn't speak quite as much English as Rolf did, who lives on a boat, he by the way. so <laughs> sweet, though. He's so cute. And Jay um, was like the gentle giant that you picture because he was quite tall i mean he wasn't as tall as rolf thought he was because rolf was quite short but (laughs) he was like nj is so tall and i'm like (laughs) but he was tall enough and he was very sweet and he he basically managed like a tool store in this very small town that we went to the next day actually um not the tool store the town but (laughs) uh and then rolf was like a biker who lives on a boat in copenhagen's harbor because it's cheaper than rent and i'm like cool yeah it was cool and he's like rolf was really like into just travel he doesn't want to hold out a job this isn't he's like i like to just do things when i travel i'll do work when i get there and that was like his thing so we met a true free spirit and and jay is like an assistant manager so yeah he was adorable (laughs) though um so they left because they had to get the train back to where we went the next day actually elsinger yeah and that actually is like you can like see Sweden like right across the water, basically. Yeah, you can. So, um, we were basically transcontinental again. So, not a continent, but yeah, trans country. <laughs> <laughs> I would be missed if I did not misidentify. I would be missed if I didn't say it. Element. Um, um yeah. Anyway, so-, so we went to Elsinger because it, they recommended it actually, and it was a great tip. Um, but it's the castle that hamlet is based on so hamlet was not a real person um but but, yeah but shakespeare's story of hamlet was based at or based on this castle which is kronborg 
So anyway, it was really cool. We went and we did, so there's three separate areas you can go to in the tour. Um, and so the first is the, what do they call it? Military mints or something like that. The, um, the, the cast, the cast, the cast, the <laughs> castle bit. Yeah, I know castle bit. what, it's something in the basement basically where they hung out during war <laughs> to not die. It's like a bunker. Um, yeah, it's a military bunker. Bunker. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's a bunker. That's what we're going to call it because the castle mates or something like that is what it's called. It was the castle mates. Okay. Okay. Ooh, I was going to be crazy. <laughs> castle mates. Uh, it's the castle mates, which was basically like, it was, it was interesting because they applied the same cool. lighting that they would have had. So it was almost pitched black down there and we're using our flashlights and we're just like roaming around these like catacomb-esque rooms it was really cool it was really neat um a little terrifying but it was also cool so we happen upon <laughs> these two guys twice this is now. emma's favorite story this is the best part of the whole trip in my opinion so so the first time we meet them they're we're getting like the uh, 15 minute intro from the tour guide basically before we go off on our own just to give us a basic backstory of the castle and these guys walk behind us and i don't know what they were hispanic maybe i don't know what nationality they, emma picks like a different strange nationality for them every time they were <laughs> middle eastern um Are you sure yes and i don't know which country they were from but they were middle eastern okay and i didn't emma hear anything they said like, were they Italian. from peru were i did they not say from that. spain <laughs> Honestly, like, just, I didn't hear them talk, so I didn't know what language they were speaking. So all I had to go total opposite. Of like, it wasn't like I was like, from. are they from Switzerland? Are they from New Zealand? So anyway, these guys, these um, these two boys, they looked pretty young to me. I don't know, maybe like early twenties. They were definitely like mid twenties. Yeah. yeah, they walk behind us the first time, and we don't say anything because we're in the middle of a tour guide thingy. We meet yeah. them again. With Oscar, who's very oh, sweet. Oscar, he was great. Um, we meet them again on our way down further into the castle mates because they're coming back up and they comment like, oh, it's really dark down there. And I was like, oh. No, they did the male thing, which is, I'm going to point out something super obvious <laughs> that because you're a female, you wouldn't notice. <laughs> so see that pitch black you're walking into? It's really dark down there. Thank you so much. Like, I was just going to walk down and figure out the light? why it was dark. Where is but the like, light? now that you tell me it's really dark, I'm like, oh, duh, the light's gone because it's dark. So well, we were just like, oh, like we have flashlights. It's all, it's all good. I didn't say a word. I just kept going. Emma interacts so, with people. I don't. I do. So <laughs> we go down there. We, we don't expect to see them again. Okay. <laughs> so we do the castmates. And we're like, oh, that was really cool. And we go to the next portion, which is just like the Royal residential. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So we're just walking around. And who do we meet again but these two boys? And at this point, I'm like, well, you've interacted with me already. So I'm going to assume. There's a second part before they have, before they did this. So we saw them in one part of the residence. Oh, the right. Residence yeah, was yeah, like yeah, multi-story. Yeah. So we saw them in one part of the residence. And again, they speak to us. I don't know why. And <laughs> they were like, you're really fast. And again, Hannah says nothing. And <laughs> I think you said something. I was like, oh yeah, like, I didn't, there was no conversation. <laughs> it was like acknowledgement of your comment of like, yep. <laughs> like, I guess to me it was like a normal pace, but maybe they just walk extraordinarily slow, but. Maybe they just wanted to comment on absolutely anything. 
So, which is why I'm shocked that they did not interact further with us in this fourth interaction. So we're in the final portion of the tour, the self-guided tour, Mm -hmm. and we're walking down this like fairly long room and they're coming towards us in the opposite direction. And they don't, they just look at us and I'm like, oh, they're not going to say anything this time. So I say, are you guys following us? Because this is like the fourth time we've met them. I thought. But wait. (laughs) I'd like you to deliver it and then I will give you the reaction that okay. they gave just okay. so that the people can hear okay, it. Okay, okay. Are you guys following us? <laughs> Nothing. It's just Emma laughing. <laughs> it is silent as the grave. They don't say a word. Oh, it's, it's so walking. funny. And I was just listening to my soul die. Like, and I was like, get out, get out, get out, get out. We have, oh to, my we have God, to run. I thought it was so funny. I'm and Emma thought up. it was so funny. And I was just like, yeah, oh I'm my like, gosh. I'm I need to leave. We go. And I was like, she just speaks up and she's like looking at the ground. She's like, nope, 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 nope. I thought it was hilarious. And it was the longest silence that we'd had on the, our trip. the pinnacle <laughs> of humor for me. I thought it was great. It was fantastic. Um, I'm just saying though, like they, they had spoken to us twice at this point already. And I was shocked that they had nothing to say to this. Maybe this why you don't interact joke. with strangers. <laughs> this is oh, why. but it was funny. So yeah. anyway, Emma loved it. <laughs> we went to Kronberg. It was, fa- it was fantastic. It was cool. We had a street hot dog. It's delish. Yeah. Delish. Yeah. Yeah. And then V gets in the car and V goes home. So we, we <laughs> got back on the train. <laughs> we got back to the hotel, different hotel. Uh, we had delicious Thai food, delicious oh, Thai so food. So good. And then everywhere in Europe has fantastic Thai food. Why? Because there are actual Thai people here who make it because they run businesses and they know what they're doing. Unlike people who try to subsidize other cultures and make money off of it. So anyway, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> I will say that if you're going, if you, if you're in the States or you're thinking about visiting the States, because every time I told someone I was from New York on this trip, they're like, oh my God, I want to go there so bad. I will say that it's i mean like i understand wanting to visit new york it's an iconic location as far as it's very very cool there's Um, lots to see there's lots to do so i will say that if you're looking for authentic food this is probably the only city you're going to find it because it's it's really just like the only state in the states that embraces the melting pot concept like there's a crap load of different cultures like chinatown itself obviously is authentic yeah and little italy does a pretty good job of being authentic as well so like yeah but if you're in like tulsa and you see a chinese restaurant don't expect authentic dim sum no okay no don't no but that being said we had a fantastic coping trip our abroad we coping did and we coping loved it and we're coping broke but that's coping normal so (laughs) and we have other places on our list um we haven't quite yet decided but if all things go according to plan everything will be much more accessible to the both of us in the near future here's the thing kids emma's coming to the realization that i had a long time ago which is if it ain't europe it ain't worth it. And the thing is, it's true. So <laughs> hopefully this will be just the continental tea. We'll have to rebrand. We'll have to cancel the merch that we haven't ordered. It'll be a whole process. But at the end of it, everyone will be living their best lives. So Truthfully. 
because God. I personally think it's a crime for Hannah to be allowed to have children in the future when I'm not nearby because and we only have a few years before we both want to start having kids so we really need to like work this logistic yeah. thing out yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. you know three four years down the line listen 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 universe at large listen please help me out here I have goals. <laughs> um, um also can i just say that several of my friends who listen who are tct stands who are the team they team. said to emma they were like i miss emma's bees <laughs> what happened why did you poison the hive um and so for all of you out there who are grieving sure. the loss of emma's bees um i can say this to you from the copen trip emma is a beautiful kind of delusional about men <laughs> and she brings that delusion into all aspects of her life yeah. so when she online dates she fully commits to the delusion that this is going to be different than the last time that she online dated mm -hmm. to the point that it gets so toxic for her that she's like am i slowly losing my mind <laughs> or are these guys terrible <laughs> like and everyone Which in the room says the slow head turn of like <laughs> what <laughs> obviously they're terrible so we regret that we can't keep emma's bees as the populated hive that it once was but i will say if all goes according to plan we will give you play-by-plays of first dates that occur this side of the pond and da, 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 da. you know we'll keep you heckin posted heckin posted heck and um do you want to say anything rebies or anything like that before we close um i'm not currently seeking honey i there's no pollination it's just a dead season we're hibernating it's just not our bag right now you know the honeycomb has been cut off it's gone so I am comfortable with that decision. I'm very sorry to deprive you of my dating drama because I know we all have similar experiences, but if you're anything yeah. like me, you also are drained by those experiences. Yeah. As much as I'd love to be that vessel of solidarity for my own sanity, especially with the semester, and it's almost over now, but just the insanity that has been my life the last two months. Yeah. It just, I can't dedicate especially like i just had a bad experience via online yeah. dating and i she did just, the thing i did the thing the thing where <laughs> you tell yourself i'm not gonna put my hand on the stove that'll burn me and then you think why not yolo and so... that hurt so um <laughs> it wasn't i mean like it wasn't unexpected and that's part of the problem i think is that like i know what to expect now and maybe that's the the attraction of it all is because like i can't be surprised by it and yeah. it's hard to be disappointed when what you were expecting to happen happens so yeah. there's a way kind of of an emotional um block there and mm. i'm just sick of perpetuating it so yeah rip the bees sorry i promise you once i am no longer transcontinental that there will be plenty of romantic trysts and failures to report so. and tea lots of tea <laughs> lots of tea and yeah we'll just close by saying we are still going to be pretty sporadic for a little bit but we're hoping that 
we we're both taking different steps to get our schedules a little bit more in order both for our own mental health sorry it's not just about you um <laughs> and and for like life stability mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. hopefully in the future we will be able to record more consistently this is just a season for us where we can't and i think we've said that enough we don't need to beat you over the head with it but just to say like we are aware and it's not something that we want to stay this way forever it's just the reality of right now so we will be endeavoring to continue to give you as many episodes as we can as frequently as we can and then once life goes to a more normal normal then we will be heckin heckin recording heckin recording heck and recording um so coming up next week i'll tell you a crazy story about a work night out i had uh there then in a couple weeks i have a work holiday party which also promises to be wild i'm sure um and emma also had a work story that happened recently a work event mm, that so she true. went to Things so happen. there there is tea it's just long steeping so yeah, yeah. next it's week it's one of those like slow release teas you know like, yeah it's a time release tea so deal with it PRT. but please stay we love you um please stay we love you <laughs> and please bring your friends and just listen back through the catalog honestly there's gold there's gold truly and and i was saying to emma Thank God we don't cover like current events. Because uh, way behind. We'd be like, oh, it happened. <laughs> Honest to God, I used to make it a point to like read the times and keep up with like world news. Mm -hmm. And I can't remember the last time I read the newspaper because I just don't have the time. I no. don't. So, um, but Drag Race always has, I always have the time for that. So. Yeah, let us know if you want us to review any specific shows, but we'll probably do at least one or two gag-worthy reactions uh, to goopery. Drag Race. So, um, And you will understand that reference once you get into a further episode, but it's fine. Brown Cow Fabulous, can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> Honest to God, practice your stand-up beforehand, and... Yeah. and... And don't talk about people's breath, and we leave you with it. that. Yep, all right, well, <laughs> so... that being said, I am Emma. I am Hannah. Oh, now oh. that is tea. Oh. Yeah.